Welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. And, um, well, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. Yes. A couple days ago. Yes. (laughs) And it was really good. It was, kind of blew me away with how much thought that was put into it. Like, just all the light show and then the screen and... It was just mind-blowing. And then we all got these, like, little wrist thingies. Oh, yeah, the little light-up. And that added so much to just visually everything. I mean, it was just crazy. I thought your seats were really good. Yeah. They're honestly, the way she had everything set up, was there weren't any bad seats. Like, you just... (laughs) It was just crazy. And the screen was so good. And then she did a lot of stuff where it was always zoomed in on her. Mm -hmm. But then she would do stuff, too. Like, she did the song August, and she's, like, walking on the, you know, runway or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then on the screen, it was, like, edited to look like she was, like, walking through a field or, like, like (laughs) it was insane. Oh, like, every little piece of it was so well thought out. I do appreciate that about I, her. Yeah, and, um, yeah, she definitely took a lot of pride in that and, like, was, I mean, I don't know how long you would have to, like, think of that. Like, yeah. It must have been years and years, and then for it to actually, like, be done and all the work that these people, like, I don't even know how... You would even do that. Like, how many people have to work on this? Yeah. And even the stage and stuff, it was like, gosh, do they just take the whole thing down, travel with it? It's just mind-blowing. And all the dancers, too. Yes. It was just, it was so good. My favorite part was when she did the Willow Mm -hmm. song, and she had all the witches down there. (laughs) That was, like, my favorite part. And, like, it had, like, the background was like looked like you were in like the woods Mm -hmm. and there was like a fire going like it was so (laughs) crazy um the I was worried that with all the audience and stuff like screaming the lyrics that I wasn't really going to be able to hear her but I could which was really nice yeah I felt like the people around us like were normal you know what I mean like everyone was saying normal nobody was like flailing around and losing their mind dying no it was like everybody was just standing and singing and having a good time videos you sent me I could hear Taylor yeah Yeah, this she sounded really good yeah and um you know you literally just stand the whole three and a half hours she's performing which like some like there's the part where she does like the two acoustic songs Mm -hmm. and people were still standing during that but i would have really liked to have just been able to sit and just and listen yeah Yeah. and then everyone was singing too which was fine but i would have really liked that to be like the quiet time so we could (laughs) actually you needed a little break yes yeah my mom sat down quite a bit i sat down a couple times but then you couldn't see yeah because everybody else is standing 
but it was so good. And I didn't really. <laughs> there was a few people I traded bracelets with, but. Oh my I didn't God. really. People weren't really doing it though. Really, like the, people had some on, but I did not see anybody trading bracelets. I wonder if that's more of like a floor thing. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I feel like people down there because you're just like all down. Yeah. There, you're like, ooh, I got the floor seats. <laughs> I saw Blake Lively was there. At the Detroit one? Yeah, Detroit night too. I saw it on TikTok with her kids. I thought she was at the New York one. Oh, I, I swear to God. I mean, <laughs> I could be wrong. I have Flavor Flav was there. <laughs> but it came up because it came up like on the day and after that she was there. And I thought like, that's hmm. weird. It was Detroit. But maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know. I don't know. We're probably getting all these random Or they're videos. just like labeling it as like the Detroit, most yeah. recent con, you know, just to like, but. Yeah, that was random, that flavor flavor. <laughs> and he had friendship bracelets on, obviously. People are giving it to him, and he took them and wore them. Like, <laughs> like what was he so doing random. there? I know. And I wondered, like, if you're a celebrity and you're, like, buying tickets and you're in that little, like, VIP yeah. box thing, it's like, do you, like, call Taylor's people and, like, hey, I'm coming? Or, like... How do you get that ticket? Because, like, anybody could call and be like, yeah, I'm Flavor Flav. Right. It must just be through their public. Well, and I think back to when, like, trigger warning, <laughs> the Prats, <laughs> Spencer yeah. and Heidi, when they went to the Reputation Tour mm-hmm. a few years ago. And, like, I think it was basically, like, a crowd funded thing that like he <laughs> played look what you made me do so many times they're like what that finally <laughs> she took notice and like sent him a pr box and like a oh VIP i kind of remember that yeah but i don't know and then i think wasn't there a whole saga where it was like her people were trying to get in touch with his people, but mm-hmm. there was, I can't remember exactly. I remember something like that. So I feel like it all just goes through their publicists people. or something. It just something. seems like so random. I know. <laughs> but like, why Flavor Flav? Or even some of the, like Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> did you bring your kids, Tom? Literally. Like, I don't think you, you did. Were you just hanging out by yourself? Yeah. But she just like, um, I like too, she played every song and like put all the effort into it like it was like she just treated every song like it was someone's favorite song which was just really cool and like even the I wasn't really looking forward to hearing like shake it off yeah (laughs) but the way she did just like the whole 1989 because that was probably my least favorite one that I was gonna even though I like all the songs but I didn't want to hear the ones that were like overplayed on right I agree but the way she did it and just got, like, the hype back up to it. And I'm like, no. And then you're just, like, loving the song because of the way she did it. It was just, it was good. And she's got stamina, man. Yeah, that's a long time. I know. And, I'm like, yeah, there were, like, slower moments. But to be going that long. And her outfit changes were so quick. It was just crazy. Like, that was a well-oiled machine. Man. It has to be, though, <laughs> you know? Crazy. Some of the videos that I've seen of just, like, the wide crowd shots are so crazy. Like, it's almost overwhelming. And I was thinking about you. I'm like, that must be, like, such a overwhelming experience to be there because you have everybody with their little light-up wristbands and singing the songs Mm -hmm. and people are in unison and it's just, like, 
Wow. It, it really was mind-blowing. And I've never been to like a stadium tour mm-hmm. ever. And it was just crazy. Like every seat was full. It was just wild. So many people. There was. Were there good um, outfits that you saw? You know, there wasn't a... T- there was one where this girl did the um, Bejeweled music video look where she's um like in the champagne or oh, yeah. glass, I mean. Mm-hmm. And she recreated that and it looked so good. But there wasn't a ton that were like mind-blowing. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody looked pretty good. And then there was some, like, casual. Like, a lot of people just wore the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then some people had, like, funny, like, quote yeah. shirts that they made. <laughs> but, yeah, there wasn't. Too, but there was so many people that you were kind of just walking past right. everybody, not even really paying attention. It is just, and I think, like, it's the on the floor, right? Yeah. Like, and I just, I would never, unless they were like gifted to me, right. I would never pay that amount of money to be on the floor. And I just, sometimes I feel like being on the floor isn't even the best experience. No, because I was thinking like the people in the very back of the floor, it's like, I'm obviously they're seeing a lot, but you're not seeing her crazy yeah. clothes. You're not seeing the light show yeah. like from up high like everybody else was so so it's like you feel the camaraderie right and like i'm sure like before the concert it's really you know that's probably right. where all the trading is happening and people right. are like looking at outfits and everything but after that and i mean i'm short so like if i was in the very back it's no, like I, I know it did look like they had things kind of like based in a yeah. way that hopefully that wouldn't happen too much but I feel like it was gonna happen and he, for me like I would rather be like kind of where you were like in like I don't even know how to describe it like just in the back yeah or in the front of the stage and then mm-hmm. up in the you know like stadium seats right or even on the side in the stadium seats because you're gonna end up getting a better view I know that's kind of how I felt I mean they're definitely just those seats just seem kind of like I don't know it just I mean I don't know who I could think of that I would need to have floor seats unless you had like front row right unless it was front row but even then like with the stadium tours front row isn't even really front row because there's still so so much space in between the actual stage and you and then you're like eye level with the stage because it's like from where I am it just I can't really tell how high the actual yeah. stage is, but it has to be if you're going underneath the right. things are coming out from under and it. You, from your perspective, you can see mm-hmm. everything, the entire stage, like what's going on in the back right corner. Right. If you're like eye level with the stage, it's way harder to see the whole experience. Right. I don't know. I've always felt that way, though. Like with other concerts right. I've gone to, I've never been like, oh, my God, I want to be down there. <laughs> no, I mean front row. It's just and I feel like it's different than if like I don't know if you're at like a festival or something like that might be kind of cool because you're actually like way closer right and you want to like dance around and stuff but for something that I mean you can't just go that close to Taylor Swift right because things are so different at concerts now it's not just like a free-for-all and like you have your assigned seat and you have to stay there security yeah 
Yeah, but I mean, it was really good. I do wish I would have took more videos and stuff, but I was kind of like, what you want to be in the moment? Do? I know, too. and it's like I didn't know what I would do with that later because you can just get on YouTube and, and watch, <laughs> watch stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I just tried not to really be on my phone and just like take it in. Yeah, the light show. <laughs> I think that's so cool. I at first I didn't realize that everybody got those little light up. Places. No, I didn't know I that. I thought at it all. was only the VIP. That's people. what I thought too. Actually, now that you say that, they're like, "This is my thing." It almost people acted like they got it sent in the mail or something. Oh, know, but that's just what I thought. Yeah, but that's not the case. They yeah, because some people get those like VIP boxes yeah. and stuff. And so, yeah, and they were cool. That was crazy, too, how it just was synced up with every song. Yeah. I'm like, I know it's not, like, crazy technology, but it but was it is, wild. Yeah. I'm like, how does it know when to turn on? And it's interesting because it, it does take the place of people, I mean, having their lighters out. And right. And, like, more <laughs> right. recently, like, your phones, you mm-hmm. know, because, like, so many people would put their flashlights on, and now you don't even need to do that. No, you had, like, this perfect, like, thing. And, like, when she was doing the song Bejeweled, like, everybody's colors were all, like, you know, purple, blue, oh, and orange. And it was, cool. like, it was just so cool looking. I'm like, that is really neat. That is. Then you're, like, part of the show. Yeah. (laughs) Did your mom like it? She did. Yeah, she was dancing a little bit. (laughs) That's fun. It was fun. Well, concerts are, like, it's such a weird experience because, like, you look forward to it for so long. I know. And then it's just, like, at the end of the night, you're, like, Oh, man. Okay, like, now so what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that. Um, I was talking, well, one of the girls, because I rode up with my coworkers, was talking oh, about yeah. a couple years ago when the Jonas Brothers were touring or whatever, that she said it was really good. So we should try. We to- should go. I think I can definitely go to the Detroit one. We'll Which one to- was the one that was in September? That was the Cleveland one. But I'm going to be in Ireland. Mm. So, I mean, if you want to go by yourself. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I won't judge you. (laughs) But we should try. We should see. The Detroit one, I think, is like end of August. End of August. I know it's like more convenient for you because you said you were off in September at Mm. that point. But we'll just have to see. Yeah. We'll have to look but at it. But she was just saying it was a good show. I was I'm like, sure. I mean, when we saw them before, like, they put on a great show. You know, so. but that was when they had all the hype and everything. <laughs> now they're old. I still think <laughs> it would kidding. be good. No, I think it'll be good. They're still good performers. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted the other thing that I watched on Hulu last night actually was the Randall scandal. Oh, I just watched that Did too. You that really? was the other thing I was going <laughs> to talk about. I, d- I didn't watch the last, I think, like seven minutes because I ran out of time. But no, it wasn't. I don't think you I know, I don't that think much. Um, well, okay. Yeah. It wasn't as cheesy as I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, same. I thought it was going to be so dumb. The trailer was 
horrible. I know. It was so dramatic and stupid. But then when, like, Heather McDonald and, like, Lala and all them kept talking about how they right. watched it, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to yeah, watch it. Yeah, because I wasn't even going to watch no, it. No, because I thought it looked cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> in the Randall's. It's like, like, come on. Oh, and what is it, like, something love, love. and Vanderpump? Oh, or, yeah, I'm like, something. really? Um, I thought it was very interesting how they definitely set it up to have multiple parts, mm-hmm. which I think even this one is labeled like part one. Yeah, it says even like though there's no other one, part. episode yeah. one. But it was interesting how this one only talked about like his assistant. Yeah. Mainly, and like about Lala too, but there was literally nothing even brought up about like the casting couch. No. So that's like a whole nother saga that we can go into. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Lala was like, this isn't even hardly touching anything that happened, but you know, it was still good or whatever. I, do you really think Lala didn't know some of this i don't know like, i'm honestly I, really torn i mean and, and it's nothing against her no you know and it like if you're thinking about it from like her perspective when they first start dating it's like he really did like if you look at his resume yeah i mean of course you're gonna think he has all this money right and all the <laughs> but and i just remember like in the episodes of vanderpump where she'd be bragging about like the private jets and, and the Gucci was, slides. She was really like sketchy about talking she about was. it on the show. And I don't know, that's where My it, man, that's yeah, what she always said. And that's where it kinda like Did I'm she? wondering like how much she knew. But at the same time, I really think that people like that are master manipulators. No, and and she definitely said, like, even in her book, when I listened to it, she was talking about, like, when her dad died and mm-hmm. just how amazing he was during all that. And even her mom and brother yeah, said that. In like, this. he was great. I thought that that was really the, the part that made me think, like, okay, this could all be true from Lala's perspective with her mom and her brother right. on there. Like, they, too, were, like, we really leaned into him. Like, we liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just said, when the when her dad passed away, it was, like, they're literally saying how wonderful he was and right. how supportive he was. And, like, I don't know. I think he just really did manipulate her. And thinking, like, she is young you get somebody who kind of flies in and is mr perfect like Mm -hmm. gifting you all this stuff like i think i would be taken in by that if i was you know like 24 25 i know it was just like i just didn't know how i felt i don't know there's just seemed like there was so much i just wondered like if she Saw the treatment of some of the assistants and just well, kind of brushed it off. Or well, what? whose podcast was it? Where she, it might have been her own, but she was saying like it got to a point where he was just rolling through assistants like crazy. Yeah, like, I, I think that was even, on Sheena's podcast. I think yeah, she's like I didn't even bother to get to know them mm-hmm. anymore. And on, I guess from her perspective, like what was she really supposed you know. to do? Well, I was thinking too, just about like you know, there's 
a lot of those like producers and directors have these bad reputations of like being horrible. And obviously a lot of stuff should not be looked over, but if you're just thinking about it from all the pressure yeah. that they have to like right. make these things successful, I could see why they'd be a little bit mean. <laughs> well, and you it's something that kind of just comes with the industry mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that that's right no I, obviously like racial things yeah. and like assaults right. should not be but know, like taken. it really I mean they said it in the in the um show and like even me like I worked in the fashion industry it was like okay I'm an intern I'm an right. assistant like I do all the grunt work I get mm-hmm. paid next to nothing I work all hours I get treated like crap like right. I am basically nothing I mean that that was it like that was right. known there was no like in between right. it was expected and then like they said in the show like after you work for a couple years then you, you're good. You're good, <laughs> and you gain your reputation. You can work mm-hmm. on other things, but you have to do that grunt work. So I feel like people also take advantage of that, especially yeah. like I think Randall is just a small man who wants to be a big yes. man. Yes, yeah, I definitely he's not. So he just <laughs> like because I mean even his career. It's nothing that impressive to no. me. I mean the biggest I mean, thing yeah. was what the Irishman. Yeah, it's like volume wise of like things that he's done yeah is impressive but but are they good no (laughs) so (laughs) and i think he's and even that um like series that reality show yeah the mogul (laughs) that he like pitched about himself i mean that right there just goes to show his inflated (laughs) ego it's like i'm the school dude like yeah he's definitely like fat salesman-y bad yeah person and just hearing just what he thinks of himself i'm like of course he's gonna treat his assistants poorly i know even like I was kind of shocked that he, I mean, I didn't know much about him, but that he even cheated on Lala at all. Because it's like, she's gorgeous. I know. And he is nothing to look at. No. <laughs> Especially at that time. I no. mean, when he was younger, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. I thought when I saw the younger pictures, I was like, oh, he was like he was fine kinda, looking. Yeah, like yeah. he was handsome. But he, unfortunately, the way he gained weight was yeah. very unflattering. It was. And he just kind of seems like a middle-aged. He just seems really skeezy. He does. Which, yeah, it's like I can't find, is. right? <laughs> it's like I can't find him attractive just from that. Right. I did find it interesting, though. Like, I don't remember really caring about the two of them or their relationship pretty much at all outside of whatever was discussed on Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. And even then I was kind of like, okay, whatever. Right. Like, but that one interview that they showed on there, I think it was with Heather McDonald and um, where he was like, you know, it's just really nice to have a best friend. You know, right. I have her. And it, it was just like what he was saying. It sounded so genuine no it really did and it seemed like he liked i mean yeah it seemed like he loved her i know and in like even in her book and stuff i mean it seemed like they had like a real relationship which i was kind of like kind of surprising that it was all like lies basically but then she's like comes forward since and has talked about how like the house was just 
disgusting and falling apart and all yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard it's that. Like, it, I don't know. Was it all real then? I don't know. I mean, I do think that she liked the lifestyle that he gave her. I agree. I mean, why would end you up not? Being <laughs> I know. It's kind of like... Not real, too, in a weird way. <laughs> when you, like get that forbidden fruit and it's like so beautiful and juicy looking and mm-hmm. then you bite into it and it's rotten inside yeah. like that's kind of like this whole situation mm-hmm. but aside from like their relationship there were a couple other things i forgot about the 50 cent thing i like, know i totally forgot and i forgot <laughs> what was it Fof- Fof- fofty <laughs> i forgot that whole meme and thing. when that was happening like i I must have still been on social media because I remember like seeing that stuff and it was just so hilarious that he was like, bro, you owe me a million dollars. He was like, no holds barred, like just text, screenshot, tweet. (laughs) Like he was like not messing around. (laughs) No, that was so funny. And that was kind of like the first time that I even heard anything about him being in like owing people money and stuff. But it was like such like a funny thing. It's like, oh, <laughs> ha ha, 50 cent. Just give him his money. And then money. when it showed all the memes, I like know. the one where it was like Randall like in front and then 50 like behind. Yeah. It was like money by Monday. <laughs> and it was like so creepy. Was, that was funny. What did you think about the Bruce? Oh, Willis my. That was the other thing. thing I wanted to bring up. That was so sad. Yeah. So now we know that right. Bruce Willis, you know, has like dementia and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but during this show, they were showing or they were talking about Midnight on the Switchgrass, which I never I didn't even realize he was in it, I guess. I know. I, I was kind of confused about that part. I was like, I thought it was just Megan Fox and Me <laughs> too. But anyway, apparently he was in it. And um, who was it? It was like a props person, right? It was interviewed. Yeah, that's who it was because he said something. Yeah, and she was just saying how, like, it was known that Bruce had his lines fed to mm-hmm. him with an earpiece, which, like, how long was this going on I know. for? That's what I want to know. Because, I mean, that was a really well-hidden secret. Yeah, no kidding. And, I mean, that was even, that movie was a couple years ago, yeah. too. And so we just like... more recently found out about everything with his health issues. But, anyway, so, basically, on set, like, Randall was getting really frustrated because Bruce couldn't remember his lines and he just wasn't delivering them well and he got super irate and Bruce like didn't know what the heck was going on. Like it was so sad. It was sad. I almost kind of wondered why all that was even in there other than because they really were just like, yeah, Randall was getting really mad at him and was being a jerk. And it was like, it it was, but it was kind of like, just, I just felt like, I don't know. That would have made me sad if, I was his family, and they had that part of it in there. I agree. It really wasn't needed. Like, they could have literally just said no. Bruce Willis was on set, was and he was he was having trouble with his lines That's one it. day, and he was treated poorly. Yeah. And like, like, that could have Randall, been. Yeah, it's like Randall had no sympathy, just to yeah. show you. But it was, like, kind of gave too much detail yeah. about it, and it made like me uncomfortable. Like, the coffee thing, like, it yeah. said – like the one prop woman, like the one scene was like in a diner and she had to keep refilling the coffee, which honestly, like, 
why really because you probably <laughs> couldn't even see there was coffee right in the mug. but and he she said that he like thought he was actually at a diner and he's, he's like, like no i didn't I, order right. anymore like that was so sad that was sad and i'm like i just feel like that part shouldn't have been it. yeah i felt like it was something we like weren't supposed to be hearing no, it was just too just, intimate of i detail. know and it was really sad i was like i don't know how i feel about that part of it being in here but i i mean i do like that type of juice i know but, like we did get but, the uh, oh <laughs> but it was just sad and it, like even they showed these like heartwarming photos of him with his I family know. like wait is this about bruce willis <laughs> or <laughs> we were gonna really drive in how mean randall yeah. is like giving you all this about bruce willis and then they even of course they threw everything at him like we've got the one assistant who's like i didn't want to think it was racially right. charged but it definitely was i'm like oh my god like what else? Like, know. we know this man is horrible. I know. It's so weird to me that, like, Randall was kind of well known, but I had never heard of him. Yeah, I mean, within the industry, I guess he yeah. was. But, yeah, I I mean, not that we fully are in that life, but before no, he started dating Lala, I didn't know who he was. No. And it's funny. I think they brought up on that it's like if he wouldn't have been on vanderpump stuff probably yeah. wouldn't have started coming out that so he was interesting kind of like, <laughs> sabotaged himself there <laughs> but even like watching some of that footage of him on the show oh like, yeah he was like mr pickleball yeah charmer and everybody's eating it up mm -hmm. like oh hey like we actually kind of like this yeah. guy like and then like jack you know like jackson and Brittany have talked about how he oh, yeah, they were good them. friends yeah i remember seeing like paparazzi pictures yeah. of them like all hanging out together i mean just this season Schwartz was like well, still playing. hanging out with yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, he's still hanging out. It's with so them. weird. It's just like that unlikely friendship. I know. <laughs> but that goes to show, I guess, how he just really could weasel his way into people's lives and seem really genuine I know. when he really isn't, and he's just a master manipulator. Gosh. And even, like, the whole, like, movie thing. So I guess he, like, makes these movies where he gets these, what they call them, like, geezer. Oh, yeah, where it was basically. Film. Yeah, just, like. You'd, you'd, like, get this big name, like, Robert De Niro. Yeah, pay him, like, $2 million for, for one week. day. Yeah, it's, like, how, I don't get, like. Where was the money coming yeah. from? That's what I was. And then it's, like, I don't. Oh, and apparently the movies will do good, like, overseas. Which is just like, but do are they like I don't I, mean, I don't know I know because it's like where's the two million or like what do you get out of getting the two million then giving it to the big actor right so how much money are you making right I just I that was figure confusing that out. to me I know it was like this like pyramid scheme I know thing. it kind of was I need someone to I wish they would have explained where his money was coming from a little bit more. Like, how he was able to have, like, this lifestyle. It's like, I get he was, like, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. But it was like, where do you get this $2 million or $11 million 
to give to these big actors. It just makes me think that there's so many, there's just so much money flying around yes. in that industry. And like, if you if you find one person who can bankroll a project, mm-hmm. then you can find another person to bankroll another one. And you just like live off of that. But he literally like was so, I mean, he, 100% spent outside of his means. Mm-hmm. But it is just like when he had the Irishman, he was living this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he couldn't stop, I guess. No. And of course, like we said, he's a small man who wants to be a big man. And right. so he wants to keep up that he is so. <laughs> like this cool guy. But it was crazy. Heather McDonald, like a few podcasts ago, was talking about that one lady that was on. I think Beverly Hills, where she's like ten thousand dollars sunglasses or whatever, mm-hmm. where he like had owed her money like hundred years ago too. It's like how is this all connecting? Like it's just I know wild. there's so many like strings there that were, you can like, follow. He was with Mark Wahlberg, like that. He was his assistant, assistant. for, and it's like what. That like, he really weird. was very connected. Yeah, And it really kind of, like, oh, he is kind of, like, because at first I'm like, who even is this guy? But it's like, oh, no, he's, like, He was actually connected. in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even. Didn't even know who he was. Yeah, didn't have a clue. But. It was interesting. I mean, it was. I, I actually enjoyed watching it, and I really didn't think that I was going no. to at all. I thought it was going to be dumb. <laughs> and I do hope they do some more parts and, like, get some more people in there. Because and... he really is kind of, like, the lesser-known Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. It appears. <laughs> That's that... what it's seeming like, yeah. anyway. Which is wild. <laughs> Speaking of, isn't it kind of crazy how, like, Harvey Weinstein was, like, the biggest topic ever, mm-hmm. and then now it's just like, like eh. oh yeah, oh, wait, who's him? Him? Who's that guy again? <laughs> like moving on, yeah. After we... all these women, especially that were like traumatized by this guy, yeah. It's like, uh, so well, he's well, out of <laughs> you had your day in court, I guess. So I thanks know, for the story. Even... Bye. Literally, <laughs> it's like moving on. It's so weird. I feel like. The media just does stuff like that all the time. I know. Or, like, some things will get kind of, like, glossed over, but Mm -hmm. then one little thing will, like, last for years. Because, honestly, like, with the whole Randall Emmett thing, like, I don't know if we would even know about it if we weren't listening to, like, Lala's podcast or knew about Vanderpump. Like, and he is a horrible person right who did some terrible things and illegal things right like how is that not bigger news right you know (laughs) literally because it's like oh well i don't know who he is so i don't care it's like right because even like the la times had that Mm -hmm. write-up honestly like i don't remember Seeing that as the headline, no. which not that we subscribe to LA Times, but you know what I mean. Still, like, yeah. yeah, I don't even remember that. No, me so either. it's just weird. <laughs> but it weird. is like, who knew who he was? Like Harvey Weinstein was such a huge name because he had all these big movies and right. 
I don't know. Randall just was flying under the radar. He <laughs> was with like the D-list celebrities doing the same thing. I know. With all the old guys making the same movie over and over with the random people. It was so random though with like Megan Fox and MGK. Like how, why did they sign up? They must've just got paid a lot of money. I know. Well, that's, yeah, that's must be the way uh, Randall works with that kind of stuff. But yeah. Just throwing money at people. Yeah. But thanks to him we have Megan Fox <laughs> well even remember Randall used to, I didn't really listen to it but he was on Lala's yeah because it was give them Lala with Randall yeah. yeah and they would like I remember Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox were on there I didn't listen to it but it was like they were interviewing people together and yeah I never listened to that podcast with, with him but mm-hmm. now it makes I mean now I'm not gonna go back and listen right. to them all but just the fact that they had a podcast together, I think, I shows that they had some type of chemistry. That's right. I know. Such a weird situation. It sure is weird, man. Um, To switch gears a little bit, <laughs> something I've been, I don't know, thinking about recently is just, like, do I feel, like, fulfilled Mm-hmm. In my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. And it depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's the way I feel too. Because sometimes I'll be like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this? Why do I have this job? Why do right. I live where I live? Why am I living this life? Mm-hmm. And then other days I'm like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where life is taking me right now. I know. I feel like that, too. And I feel like a lot of people our age feel the same way. But I just felt like my parents never talked about that. Like, it was just like, this is where I am. And I'm good with it. It was like there was no talking about, like, oh, I love my life or I'm living such a fulfilling life. So I feel like when I have these thoughts, I'm like... It am does I, feel like it's just me. Yeah. Like, you know? am I supposed to even be thinking I know, this? Right. Like, I don't know. I just think, and I, I guess maybe it just was, I was a different time in my life. I was a lot younger. But when I had my internships in New York, like, I, I was just in awe of everything. Right. Like, I remember even when I had, like, the worst day, like, living that intern life, and I was so busy and I was so tired. I remember like getting in a in a cab with like all my garment bags mm-hmm. and then just like sitting there and being like, I love my life. Mm-hmm. Like and I would just be looking out the window or I'd be watching like the little news that was in the cabs that would always play. And it was just like I love this. Like I can't believe this is my mm-hmm. life. Like I thought that like on the daily. And there were right. definitely times where, like, I felt so low in New York. So it was mm-hmm. just something with, like, being around so many people. But, like, people don't really know you. Right. It makes you feel a weird sort of loneliness. But I'm just, I mean, I don't, I like my job now. And I feel like my work is more purposeful. Mm-hmm. But I don't sit back and every day and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm living this life. I think the, like, for me, I feel like when I was younger, like, early 20s and stuff, I was always looking towards the future, like, oh, it's all going to be this when it's in the future. 
And I feel like more the age I am now, I'm kind of more sitting in like the present yeah. of what I'm doing. And I don't really know how to feel about just sitting in the present. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I feel like I always am so used to being like, well, in two years, this is going to happen. And three years, this is going to happen. And so it's hard to be like, okay, do I like where I'm at right now? Like, I don't like to sit in the present. Right. Even though I'm doing it right now. But I feel like some days, like, especially when I'm having, like, a good day with the kids, I'm like, oh, just love my kids. I just love what we're doing. I love having a family. And then if I have a good day at work, I'm like, oh, I really like my job and stuff. But then there are those days where you start to spiral. Mm-hmm. It's like if that one little thing is like... <laughs> Like, is this what I should have did? Just is this you off? <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't know. And maybe it is just with age, too. Because when I was younger, I felt like I was just chasing stuff all the yeah. time. Like, I have to get here. I have to meet this milestone. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. And now I'm just kind of accepting right. where where I am and, like, what I'm doing and just being like, okay, well whatever's meant to happen is going to happen and I'm just going to take things day by day and this is where I am now. And I think it is kind of hard to just sit in that. It is. And I just feel like I do that more. Or I do think kind of like the nine to five is a tough thing for a lot of people. It's like, okay, I get up every day. I got to work. The grind. And it does get kind of like, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. Is this all I do? Especially if you see like social media and all these like influencers are traveling and not really doing anything all day. It is true though, because I mean, thinking about our parents, like when our parents were mm-hmm. our age and stuff, like there wasn't social media. No, like you that. didn't know what other people were yeah. doing. So you could, I think, be happier in your life because you didn't know how successful quote unquote everyone else was or what everyone else was doing or like the only people that you could it was like mass media was celebrities and it's like okay well I'm not a multimillionaire, so of course I'm not not going to be jetting away yeah but now it really is like we've got 21 year olds out here like buying houses and going on trips Mm -hmm. abroad like every other day and getting things paid for and it's just like i'm here (laughs) working a like you said nine to five job like what is life limited vacation Mm -hmm. times you know it is kind of i don't know that part is tough and i like feel better that you know we're not on really social media, but then we kind of are with our stuff. I know, yeah. Which is what we <laughs> didn't want to happen. But, but. It, it's like inevitable, you right. know? You have to be on it. And I do find myself like looking at other things and being like, oh, because if you don't interact, then you can't. Like right. <laughs> your account's just <laughs> it's like not going to show your stuff. But like it is hard not to compare yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like. I don't even feel like I do that all the time, but sometimes it gets in your head a little bit. I know. And it's like, it's not even just like a looks thing or anything. It's like a, why do they get to have like all this? Right. It's a full lifestyle. I know. And I'm sure they're only showing, you know, they obviously are only showing the good good parts. So when I do take a step back, I'm like, okay, 
you know, they're only showing the good parts. They're not talking about all the creepy comments they're getting. Yeah. They're not talking about. Or like how much time per day they spend making mm-hmm. the content. And I mean, it is hard. Right. I and mean, it's hard for us to think of some stuff know, sometimes. Right. So to have that be your career, it really is a lot of pressure. But at the same time, like. They do have more freedom. and I know. It's like, I wish that was my pressure. But then you'll hear, like, celebrities or, like, influencers be like, I wish I could just be, like, normal and live in the suburbs. Like, yeah, like, we'll come okay, up for yeah. a second, and then I bet you'll be changing All your right. tune. <laughs> <laughs> we always want what we can't have. <laughs> I know. I mean, it is true. It's just kind of a weird, I don't know. It's weird, too, because when you think back on what, like your high school self thought that your mm-hmm. life would be or even like your self in your early 20s and then having your life completely taken a different direction not saying it's like for the better or worse but mm-hmm. just it's different than when you thought it does kind of throw you off you know yeah it definitely does it is weird and it's like I don't know I guess we do have to like create our own happiness and stuff but I do feel like I'm at a point in my life now where I'm not able to do find things that make me happy and like what I want to do just for me well it is so hard because you have the kids Mm -hmm. and then you know you and your husband are pretty much on opposite work schedules honestly I feel like that is the hardest part because it's like I can't be like, oh, I'm going to go grab dinner with somebody because my husband works that later shift. And it's like, okay, if I want to grab dinner, I have to find a babysitter. Okay, well, somebody's got to come up from, you know, where my family lives or I have to take them there. Yeah. It's kind of like a pain. And, like, I can go do stuff with the kids and I like to go do stuff with the kids, but I need my space too. right and it can't just be like oh i finally got the kids to sleep now i can have my space right because obviously that's not you can't just leave them <laughs> no <laughs> and like even when you get them to sleep there's always things to be doing in your house like oh i need to tidy up or oh mm-hmm. i'm just overstimulated like i just need to sit down I know, like i need to breathe it's like whoo yeah yeah i do think that well, I would like to be able to do, like, kind of find myself again. Yeah. And I think if I do that, I think I'll feel more fulfilled with myself. And then it'll go out into my family and my one friend. <laughs> I mean, selfishly, like, us being in different stages of our life is challenging for it me, is. too. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I have my couple other friends from college and stuff, Mm -hmm. but they don't live, like I've already said, they don't live right by me either. So it's like, okay, I either do things myself, which I'm fine with doing, but I would prefer to do things with a friend with you. Right. And it's like, I can't, or like just when we're talking about concerts, like I'm sorry, I'm not gonna go to a concert by myself, right? You know, like, right. it's just not. <laughs> there's some things I just can't do. Yeah, by myself. just <laughs> some things. But like, you know, there's just things that like I wish that I don't know. It's not like it's bad. It's just different. You it know, is. it's just yeah. different, and it's a weird adjustment. And I think I don't know. Hopefully for you, like once your kids get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Then that, even though, you know, your youngest is, like, not even a year yet, so you still have a little ways. 
<laughs> so you can't find yourself yet. I know. And I think, you know, I talk about breastfeeding. That really is a tough thing. And it really does feel like you're on house arrest. Yeah. Kind of. It's like you even have to have this pump or you have to have the baby. And it could be kind of like mentally taxing on me. <laughs> well, I imagine it's something that you're always thinking about. It like, even like... if you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Okay, wait, right. when did I feed him? How long right. will I be out? What am I, you know? I know. And it does get easier the older they get. Like, once you're past six months, mm-hmm. there's a lot more leeway and stuff. But, I mean, it is this time. And I enjoyed it a lot more this time, but it felt... I mean, I'm older. Yeah. That probably, plus, I have another kid to take care of. So it's like, it's just been really like, whoo, exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> How much stuff. longer do you think you're going to do it? Well, I'm not, this is what I decided. I'm not pumping at all past a year because, you know, your your body will adjust. Like, if he just like right. nurse at 7 p.m., like, yeah. it'll be fine. But I'm like, I am not pumping past a year, but hopefully. I want to finish out this month and then maybe cut, like, a pump. Because the closer he gets to one, he's not, like, he relying on it. He doesn't need it, it yeah. Woo. It's been a lot. But I know. Anyway, not is... to complain about that. But it does affect, like, it's a lifestyle. No, it is crazy, too, because you're already pregnant for nine months. And then and if you, year. yeah, a full year, if you that's choose like to go that long. That's, like, just, like. You're I mean, you're kind of just trapped, you Literally. know? I know, and it's like, oh, yeah, I want to go away for the weekend. Oh, yeah, I have to bring my pump. And then we have to <laughs> yeah. store it. Then you have to store it yeah. all perfectly because it can only be out for this many days. It can only be in the fridge this many days. Then it has to be in a freezer. Yeah, like, it's forget like, about a weekend away. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my cooler <laughs> <laughs> and my cleaning supplies and stuff so and it's like i choose to do it yeah so i don't want to complain and i know there's a lot of women that want to do it and can't do it and i'm lucky that you're able to do it it that long yeah Yeah. but But that doesn't mean that it isn't it doesn't affect you like it really does affect your life i know it's like a it's a burden i mean yeah (laughs) i mean it's the best it's a burden that you're choosing yeah and luckily like this baby is a very easy baby but I mean if you're you know if you're even if he's just in the stroller and he's doing good it's like you have to stop and change his diaper like there's no yeah escape and then it's like oh hold on I got a nurse oh hold on he needs to eat like it's not relaxing to go out with the baby yeah like, it's sometimes it's like I just rather be home that way I don't have to leave I feel like deal with all it probably I mean isn't like, even if you're not nursing, like, mm-hmm. going out with the child, mm-hmm. like, you then you have the formula, and you have to make sure that you have, because I see, the water. I mean, not to just, we talk about Heidi and Spencer all the time, <laughs> but it's like, I watch their Snapchats, like, every day, mm-hmm. and Heidi's, like, constantly, like, is this water, like, filtered water? Is right. it okay? I need to make sure I have it for the formula, mm-hmm. and I have to make sure that he has everything he needs to eat, and then they're on a trip right now, so it's like, I have to... Mm-hmm. schedule everything around his naps and then it's like she's stuck in a hotel room right while everybody else is out enjoying hawaii right and it's like she's literally there like okay i'm gonna put stuff on my snap story so i'm not <laughs> dying of boredom all my child naps 
Yeah, it is. It's tough. But I think once, you know, you get past that point. But then it's tough, too, because it's like it's fun to have the baby and you yeah. want to enjoy it. But then it's like, but I want to be able to, like, talk to them. Right. And go do things a little easier. I mean, I don't think we're saying anything right. revolutionary here. Like right. Having kids is obviously a commitment. Right. And, <laughs> I mean, I think from one perspective, like, it it does get a little easier when they get older mm-hmm. because they can be more independent and mm-hmm. then you can kind of make time for yourself. But at the same time, as they get older, like there That's comes sad. more challenges. Yeah, and you're things. sad. And like maybe they're getting more involved with like mm-hmm. stuff at school or sports and then you're still tied to their <laughs> schedule. Like, Can't go out this weekend yeah. without baseball, baseball tournaments. tournaments all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. But I I guess at the end of the day, I do want to try to, like, do things more for myself, especially now that we're kind of, like, winding down the breastfeeding, mm-hmm. and hopefully. <laughs> do you think, like, with your husband's schedule, like, is – will that ever change? I think it will. He's okay. just, unfortunately, like, the newest yeah. person. Yeah. And it kind of just works out, like for childcare, it works out better right. for us this way anyway. But, but it just does suck other that things. he works like so many weekends. Yeah. Because it's like. <sighs> like you said, it would be nice to, oh, I'm going to grab dinner after work. Or, oh, right. we're going to go out and do this. Or even like, we're going to do this as a family. Right. Like you can't, it's harder for you to do that right now. It is, but. You know, life is <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I do like lately. I feel like I've been in a pretty good mood, and I've been trying to like not be on my phone as much, which means I was neglecting our Instagram <laughs> after I was doing so good. <laughs> so I'm gonna get back to doing that and stuff, and you know, I just. Ugh. I don't know. I'm just trying not to like. I'm trying to be more present. Yeah. But it can be hard to be present, too. <laughs> well, and I I think we're this very similar in this respect where it's like if I'm too present, then it's I bad. just spiral <laughs> and I'm thinking about every and little thing. I think the hard part, too, I don't know if you feel this way, too. I don't even know what I want to go uh, yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem, exactly. too. It's like, oh, I want I want to go here. Oh, well, what would I do there? You know what I mean? Right. Like, or even just fun? like okay, I don't have 500 extra dollars right. to do this for a weekend. Like, what am right. I thinking? You know, like. I know, and then it's like, do I want to take a cooking? You know, it's yeah. like, well, I don't really feel like going to do all that. You know? Right. And like like we said, everything costs money. It's like, or I could buy something else. Right. <laughs> a new something, shirt. Or... Yeah, something that I might get more use out of. Right. Or, yeah. I know. It's. I don't know. They people seem to say like your thirties are time to settle in, which I guess we're literally like a couple months into thirty, so I, we can't really even talk about it. But it is just I don't feel settled at all, and I don't I know, know if like, I will. Like I just can't imagine it. I guess right. I know. Like when do you start to feel settled? And it's like I do and I don't because I'm like me and my husband. We want to move. So it's like, yeah, I'm like, how can I be like settled here when I'm like, well, there's this other house that we're going to Yeah. Live. You know what I mean? That right. doesn't exist yet. But it's like, right. 
yeah, I'm like settled, but I'm not really settled. Like we're just kind of here temporarily, you know? And right. it's like, that's kind of a weird feeling too. It's like, yeah, just like where you're living and I don't know. And it, it is a weird thing. I know. I feel that way because I just have an apartment and right. I do like my apartment. Like I like how I have it designed. Right. <laughs> but I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to live here forever, but right now, where else am I going? Right. So it's just <laughs> it's like, like I don't want to go And then I room. just, after living there for uh, almost three, it'll be three years, like this November, I think. After living there for this long, I finally did something with my spare bedroom. Right. Which hopefully yes. we can start recording our <laughs> podcast there when we're filming it, but... We tease it every time. <laughs> Those videos are coming. <laughs> but after all that time, I finally redid that room. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, why did I really need that space? Because it makes you feel better. It gives you something to do. I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. I just feel, I just feel like unsettled in yeah. life, kind of. And like you said, I... Like, I don't even know what I would want to do differently or what I, I want to I do. I think that's the toughest part. It's like, well, what do I want to change? Yeah. I don't know because I don't know. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. And some things are just completely unrealistic. Right. But I don't know. I think maybe we just need to just work on our manifestations. <laughs> and even if... They're delusional. We just need to do it. <laughs> we just need to revisit our um, mood boards. Yeah, that we like made in December. And then <laughs> I did look back at it. But like there are all these beautiful like shots of. <laughs> we like, did. We did do the podcast. I know we did. Which I'm glad that we did start the podcast because we did talk about it for a long no time, time before we actually started. But, I mean, there were some pretty nice, like, ambiance shots of, like, nights out or, like, cute friend dinners at home. Mm -hmm. Like, when have we ever <laughs> done that? Like, come on. Maybe we'll have to, like, I know. And I think, too, it's, like, sometimes I get in my head, like, well, if I'm not doing it this way, then it's not right. Like, yeah. you know, if, like, even if we're thinking of that, like, what's to stop us from getting the kids to bed and then yeah I mean I obviously can't have like a drink right now but you know eventually it's like let's get the kids to bed let's make I don't know yeah I mean nothing is stopping us <laughs> it's like we're just not doing it I don't know <laughs> it's like we we're just are holding ourselves I know that yes yeah, so it's like we just need to do it and it's so I don't know why I can't just like do it i know that well that's what it was with the podcast for so right. long we talked about it, we talked about it we yeah. talked about it and then finally we just did it and i'm like wow i'm so glad that we're doing we finally this. did it <laughs> so why don't we just, just do, do that it. with other things we should try we, we should have like should monthly goal. goals I was about to yeah say. we should do it because let's start yeah like realistically a monthly goal yeah. you know and like then we something can that we're gonna better. do every month yeah, I think we, that's a good one. It is. We need to And that's that. what sucks, too, about, like, being a grown-up. It's like, you have to have everything freaking planned I out. I know. It's like, let me get my calendar out. Oh, I have these three weekends free this Literally, summer. Because <laughs> even, like, being in college, I mean, obviously I had school stuff that I needed to do. And maybe right. I was planning on going home some weekend. But it was just, like, something would come up. 
Yeah, let's do it. Right. Oh, we're going to this concert this weekend? Mm -hmm. Cool. There's this party? Awesome. There's this football game? Great. Like, Mm -hmm. it was, there was never just, like, things weren't planned out so crazily. And now that's, like, impossible. I'm like, wait, let me look at my calendar. Ooh, the (laughs) month of June isn't good for me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm booked up. I don't know. But I guess that's. I guess that's just the way people are doing it. Because even when my mom gets together with, like, friends, it's like they plan it out ahead of time. And, like, I guess that's just the way we have to live We have to do it now. We can't just Just fly by the seat of our pants. (laughs) I know. Okay, so that'll be our goal. Maybe, I think, realistically, since we're already mid-June, I mean, I don't know. Should we shoot for a goal in July? Sure. Okay. So we'll have to think about it. <laughs> yes. And plan. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> Go on this, this journey with this us. This podcast holds us accountable. Yes. <laughs> All three of the listeners were going to be like, no, you guys said. No, we get more views than that. Right? Yeah, we get more than three. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be kidding yourself. <laughs> um. Well, to wrap things up, I guess... First of all, don't forget, we are reading Minka Kelly's book, Tell Me Everything. So be sure if you are following along with that, we'll be doing that review towards the end of this month. And um, I'm actually going to recommend a, another book. The first book, it literally took me almost a full year to read this which yes i had it on loan from the library for almost a year and they did Should send me a it. bill they're like it's lost i'm like no it's not it's on my nightstand but it was actually a very good book and i really enjoyed it um it's called the mothers by Britt bennett and it just kind of followed like it centered around one female character who was like a young like she was a young girl and then it followed her up until you know through her life and then there were other women throughout it but it was just a really interesting read and I would highly recommend it Hmm. I might have to check it out hopefully it's on audio (laughs) (laughs) probably is (laughs) well I'm gonna recommend Kourtney Kardashian's avocado pudding oh yeah which my baby, speaking of the baby, he loves it. <laughs> but you just, I kind of eyeball everything, but I think it's like supposed to be one avocado, one cup of some kind of a milk. I always use coconut milk. And then you can use honey or maple syrup to like sweeten it. And I always use maple syrup because I think it tastes better. Mm. And it is so freaking good, man. Does it taste like an avocado? No, not when you put the once you put that um syrup in there, it taste like it does not taste like an avocado anymore. Interesting. But I don't know if maybe I'm just like used to it. Yeah. Because you know how like avocados are buttery. It yeah. takes all that away. Interesting. And then with the coconut milk, it's like you get a little coconut in there too. Yeah. I love it. But I just eyeball everything. Like if I want it a little thicker sometimes or a little runnier I'll have to try that I mean I've seen that a million times yeah she's in it but I've always strayed away from it because I don't like avocado this I I mean I personally don't think it tastes like avocado once you especially when you get it that perfect consistency yeah that would be key for me I think and 
Mm, it's good. Next <laughs> time you have some, yeah. let me have some. Yeah, bite. I can make you some. <laughs> That's what we can do. <laughs> for our July <laughs> It'll take us okay. five minutes. Literally five minutes, but <laughs> it'll okay. be something. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening another week. Um, Be sure to check us out on our socials. And again, if anybody out there, you know, knows a lot about social media and wants (laughs) to give us some tips because us elders are are struggling. Our 30-year-olds don't know how to use this tic tac. We've been out of the game for too long and we're not going to... Like resort to doing dances. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm not <laughs> doing. I'm it. not that desperate. I guess. No, I'm not that desperate. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us and give us some feedback. And we'll see you next week. Bye.